Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast. This is your host, Diana Crash, and this uh, episode is very special because I have an amazing guest co-host. Her name is Taylor, also known as Small Town Psycho. How are you today, Taylor? I'm doing really, really good. I can't complain. I woke up this morning. I'm feeling good. See, that's how I need to start. <laughs> I need to just say that from now on. <laughs> you say it enough times throughout the day. It's like a good reminder. Just don't complain so much. Just uh, <laughs> be happy that you're alive, right? Honestly, that's, sometimes that's all you've got to be grateful for, but it's a big something. deal. It is a big deal. Um, so we're going to start this episode as we do every episode with our favorite pot, fave pot, fave not pot. Uh, segment, um, where each of us discuss our current favorite cannabis-related item and our favorite non-cannabis-related item. It could be a movement, a movie, book, TV, whatever you want it to be, um, because it's gone all over the place. So <laughs> it could be air if you want it to be. So all right, um, <laughs> I will start with my fave pot. Um, my fave pot item is from the botanical joint, uh, La Vida Ranchera actually commented on one of my Instagram posts because I've been really into smoking hemp rolls lately. And they said, you should check out ours. And so I did. And this strain is called WAP and it's an indica. Yeah, I know. It's like, (laughs) hello. Um, (laughs) I mean, just looking at the package, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I love the container. It's reusable. Um, the, the individual cigarettes are just really great. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not like a connoisseur about speaking on this, like <laughs> on each little thing item, you know, I'm not going to get into the strain and the terpenes and all of that, but let's just say it's beautiful. I love how they packaged it. It's quality flower. Um, it smells nice. It's smooth. It's everything I could want in a hemp roll. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it says 21 joints per container, which I think I think is pretty cool because usually it's 20 um, if you're an ex-smoker right. like me. Because, <laughs> you know, with the pandemic, I've been not smoking tobacco cigarettes for a long time. Well, for a couple of years now. And I was like, my downstairs neighbor smokes a lot. I could smell it. I was like, I need to do something. And so that's yeah. what led me into the hemp cigarettes. And whew, lifesaver. Love them. Lifesaver. <laughs> yes. I've had a lot of um, different hemp cigarettes that... I like a lot. I've I'm a big fan of like CBD or like one to one blends myself. Um, yeah, and we have a couple brands here that do like cigarette packaging. So I totally get that. Yeah, I I like it. I mean, if I had had these when I was quitting smoking originally, it probably would have been an easier process. So I recommend that to anyone out there who's trying to quit smoking tobacco. Um, but it's also a really nice replacement, like mentally for me, you know, <laughs> right. uh, it's all psychological. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Taylor, what's your fave pot right now? 
right now, I would say um, probably just leaning back into um, like the CBD one-to-ones. I've been, I've, I found myself kind of ramping up my um, blended tinctures, blended joints, blended um, chocolates, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of, I guess, not really cutting back on my consumption, but just consuming more CBD and just feeling better about everything. But um, even right now, I've got my one-to-one, my one-to-one joint, which I've been starting my mornings with every day, um, and it's it's really nice. That's awesome. I I really love one-to-ones. I have to say, and two-to-ones. I can't. Go, I mean, my tolerance is pretty high, so um, that's pretty <laughs> much where I stay. <laughs> I don't go into like the ten-to-ones or anything like that yet. No, but. that's yeah, that's a different territory for me personally. But one-to-one's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been um, really key for my anxiety lately. I've noticed. Oof. Yes, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more later. <laughs> a little bit more later. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Anyway, so um, keeping on track, I am going to say what my fave knot pot is, and I don't pay attention to award shows really. I just know that one just happened, and Michaela Cole, um from "I May Destroy You" was completely ignored, which is. Such a shame. I can't even get into how much of a shame it is because that show is a piece of artwork. Um, <laughs> and it really is. I mean, it's just breathtaking. I don't know if you've seen it, but so um, I decided to give her older show, Chewing Gum, a try because they just added it on HBO. And it's serious. That show. Oh my God, you've seen it. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so funny and like the weirdest, just the weirdest, best way. You can't describe it. I literally cannot describe it. <laughs> I want to, and I can't, because I know I won't give it justice, but it is so funny. Oh, my God. I was, Definitely, like, hyperventilating. Yes. It's British humor, but it's, like, unlike some British humor where it takes a while to get in and find that humor, you know, or you have really to really happy. pay attention to it. Like, this is hyperventilating funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I'm hoping you say yes. Have you seen um, her limited series, Black Earth Rising? No. Oh, my God. I had that on my Netflix uh, to watch. Please watch it. I binged it. I probably stayed up all night for four nights straight just, like, digesting the series. But it's so beautiful. And it's just about her surviving a genocide, essentially, and trying to find her roots. But the way that it's shot and directed and the pacing and the suspense, there's it's really, really great. Wow. I mean, she is just a genius. I, I'm, I'm trying not to hero worship people, but <laughs> I love I her agree. so much. <laughs> I would agree. Uh, so what's your fave knot pot? Oh, fave knot pot right now. Let me see. And I just had it on the tip of my tongue. I apologize. Um, I feel like lately I've been watching, and this is something I used to do in high school a lot, so I'm actually thrilled that it's kind of come back into focus, but there's this um, website called Short of the Week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it, but no. they collect uh, short films from all around the world from all different types of people, professional directors, amateur, um, independent um, filmmakers, and a lot of them are 30 minutes or less. Some of them are only six minutes, but they are just the most like earth shattering short films that make me consider life and just sit there and think about like a five minute film for hours and days. And it's been really fun to kind of dive back into that. Wow. That sounds amazing. I need to check that out. It's really, really cool. Great way to waste time. If you're sick of YouTube or you feel like you're not, you know, getting any worse than the content that you're consuming. Right. 
go to short of the week, spend 15 minutes watching a film from Sweden and see if it doesn't like change your perspective on something. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Definitely. Um, thank you for that suggestion. I love it when I <laughs> get sparked to try something new during this segment. Um, so I do that a lot with you. Let me just tell you, because I didn't give you <laughs> enough of uh, props in the beginning here because I didn't want to nerd out and get you too psyched, but um, <laughs> too in your head, because I know we both suffer from anxiety and that can really kind of like put us in a position where we um are our inner saboteur right our inner saboteur comes up um but you're incredible and i freaking love everything that you put out there your content serves so much purpose it's i mean talk about michaela we're talking i mean you're like a you're like a regular real life (laughs) she's a regular real life person too we're all regular (laughs) real life people but you are a local celebrity to me because I think that, you know, next year we're going to be talking about you like, like Michaela. Um, So all that being said, and I'll probably go into it more. I'll try not to, (laughs) I'll try not to obsess too much and make you feel like I'm stalking you. But um, what we're going to be talking today is making creativity accessible. Um, And what you do with your videos and your content is you do that for the general public. Um, because one of the biggest misconceptions about creativity is that it comes naturally to anyone. Um, Taylor is a revolutionary with her creativity, and she makes the concept of creative marketing accessible to those who struggle with both financial and mental blocks. Um, there are many disruptions in life, especially right now. I mean, do I need to even yeah. list anything? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, it's it's becoming increasingly harder to create and be a creative person every day. Um, and you're so honest about this process. Uh, how did you come to that place of like just brutal honesty? Um, you know, I, I can't even pinpoint a time because I'm actually naturally a very secretive person. I'm kind of like a cat. Um, I don't like when people know what I'm doing or where I am. But I feel like when it comes to your emotions and what you're feeling like in your heart, if it doesn't come out, it's going to implode. And so it ha- like it has to. That is very true. And when you said the cat thing, I was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> she is like me. Um, because I am also very, very secretive uh, or private. I should say I'm fiercely private, but I also am an open book, which is very confusing. <laughs> I completely understand that. <laughs> essentially everything or anything but if I get to a point where I don't want anyone to know what's happening I'll just disappear right boundaries (laughs) that's what I call it (laughs) disappear poof it might not be a healthy method but it's my way of saying I have boundaries um much yeah (laughs) but um anyway so back to what you're what you do um one of the biggest roadblocks if not the biggest for some, especially in this uh, space, is a lack of resources, both financial and otherwise. And you give people a truly accessible way to create professional, beautiful photos and content without breaking the bank. Um, Like, you give really budget-friendly options, which (laughs) is like, I mean, I, that really just is so, so important because there's so much gatekeeping everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) And while people like to talk about in this industry about how this will be different and we won't have it here, there already are gates up. Um, 
And so, and I mean, you especially know that more than I do as a black woman, I'm a white woman, so you have even more to deal with. Um, what, what led you to make that like decision to make it more accessible for people, like financially, just that part of it? Well, um, I mean, that all comes from just, just personally in the way that I, I grew up and went through high school. Um, I remember I was in videography classes, um, pretty much all four years of high school. And there was this one kid who was one grade ahead of me and he just had the best projects. He had the best short films because he had the best cameras. He had the best crew. He had the best lights. And I was never, ever able to afford any of that. Um, I worked a full, a full and complete like summer with, um, employees underneath me shooting football games um, in Arizona in order to afford my first camera. And I remember like taking literally like fistfuls of bills down to like um, Best Buy and like shoving them over the counter just to get my first camera. And it took so much hard work that when I got the camera and I started shooting, I realized that I didn't know how to use it. And it didn't actually matter that I had this camera and I had to kind of learn how to dig within myself in order to get that best product that I'm looking for. And so I feel like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people um, get down on themselves mm -hmm. or they uh, make excuses for why they're not doing the things that they want to do. And it's always, well, I don't have this. Well, I don't have that. And I just feel like you, you, you can get the maximum effort from anything if you want to. Um, it doesn't have to be something fancy. It just has to be your willpower and your effort and your passion for it that's going to come through. Well, that's very true. Um, and I like what you were saying about not having any excuses because you're showing people that there really aren't any. <laughs> um, but I mean, still, sometimes it does seem like an insurmountable hill for some people. And Definitely. and I think like having what you put out there is like such a breakthrough um, because people really need those aha moments, you know, um, and I can't. I can't thank you enough for doing that. Um, so I'm happy, I'm happy to, I'm literally just happy to help. That's like my whole MO. I'm just happy to be here. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I love how you're like biggest pet peeve is people, you know, making excuses for themselves <laughs> too, because oh, don't you just hate that when your friend is talking about how badly she wants to do A, B, C, and D, and you just know how happy it'll make her. Right. And you know that she has the thing she needs. She just needs that push. Like, I just want to be that push for people. Exactly. Um, so speaking to that, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So what do you, why don't you tell us about what a creative growth coach is? Ooh, it's my favorite thing, favorite thing in the world, because I'm trying to create systems so that people are able to exercise their creativity and grow their abilities to become a creative no matter what type of art you're creating it could be music it could be physical art it could be art with paint it could be art with your body it could be art with uh, music but I feel like personally I've understood creativity to always be a muscle and I know that in times of my life, I've been really inspired and been constantly working that muscle. I've created some really incredible, awesome things. And I know sometimes when like my mental illnesses kind of get the better of me and I'm not exercising that creative muscle, it's harder for me to get back into it. And so I feel like if people um, are given tools and workshops and um, practices 
to help them to strengthen that muscle within themselves, they'll be able to express themselves better through whatever art form they choose to take. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it is hard some days to stretch those muscles um, to sound like a total cheese ball, but I can't help it because I don't know how else to analogize it. It's like if you don't work out for a few days and you've been on a run, you know, you've been on a, a really good, you know, kick with like a few days of of working out and then you don't work out for a few days right and and then you feel it in your body and your whole body starts to ache more and you get like more sluggish and you come up with reasons not to do things you know and a lot of that is a symptom of depression or anxiety and so you have to just try to do one little thing to break yourself out of that and to that point you posted something that was extremely poignant um, about a panic attack that you had, but you still created through it. And I think that the art that came out of that was so amazing. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I think, I think what, what happened with that um, particular post is less so I feel like I was able to create through my panic attack and my depression as I had a panic attack and created art through anger because of how many times I've been on my way to do something or I've been on my way to create something and then had some sort of panic attack that prevented me from being able to do it. And just the, the I, I, if you, if you suffer from mental disorder, you understand the feeling of just helplessness and anger and just just pure like rage that your body is betraying you in a way that you can't control. And so I was sitting there and just pissed at the circumstance of the things that my brain does to me and made a decision in that moment that like, I'm not going to let my depression prevent me from doing the things that I want to do because I want to do them. And like straight up, that's one of the weird things about me is like, I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm not going to let my depression stop me from doing it um, absolutely and it's not easy to keep pushing through that and oh, it's no. taken a lot of like um practice and it's taken a lot of like self-reflection but um honestly if you can get one thing out of a situation where you feel helpless when you come out of it and you'll feel better absolutely and I didn't mean to turn that into any inspiration porn for the record. <laughs> oh, no. No. I mean, that's just how I am. Like I just, I, I, I just try and try and bleed out of myself what I can and what I've learned from my depression. Yeah. And I, I know it's really rough. Yeah. And I've been reading a book called feeling good. I don't know if you've heard it uh, by David Burns. It's an older book, but it's about like, trying to get out of depression without medication. And mm -hmm. he talks about how as long as you use that anger in an adaptive kind of way and you're you're funneling yes. it into something else. Because I know yeah. when I have uh, anxiety disorder and generalized anxiety disorder and, you know, several other issues. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know what you mean because I get so angry at myself and I didn't even realize I was getting angry and, and that that anger was holding me back from creating so much um, until I read this book. And um, I'm not done with it yet, but I'm, <laughs> I'm getting through it. But it's so true that you just have to like develop these small ways of getting through it. And then like that muscle, it builds, right? It gets stronger. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I used, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not perfect. I used to use that anger in really destructive ways yeah. um, to myself and 
to the things that I, you know, loved and took care of. And I've just had to learn how to redirect it because it's going to be there. Right. No, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, It's human for it to be there. You just have to, you got to steer it in a way that's going to be helpful for you and not hurtful for you. Right. And I think that if we're in an industry where we're talking about something that has such healing powers, we also have to talk about the ugly side of it or not even ugly. It's just the honest, real side of it that we are all using plant medicine to better our lives in some way. But it doesn't always, it's not a magic cure, right? I mean, so we have to be honest about uh, what it takes to get to certain points. And, and that way there, you know, it, it just creates more dialogue and normalizes all of it, not just the plant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of the plant and all the struggles that can come with being in this industry, um, I know that you probably deal with it a lot. Uh, and we talk about it a lot on this uh, podcast there are so many marketing restrictions that go along with having a cannabis company um, that yes. no one else has to deal with. <laughs> and it's pretty bonkers. Um, <laughs> but I know that you work in the marketing space in cannabis. So uh, can you talk about how your creativity comes into play with that struggle or that that challenge, I should say? You know, I really wish that Instagram or any of these platforms would just release some sort of SOP for what can and can't be posted for cannabis because it's a constantly shifting market. Right. And it's like standing on quicksand, to be perfectly honest. And if you feel like you don't understand why all of your stuff is getting shadow banned or your, you know, account is not being sent out the way that you want it to, like you're not, it's not in your head. There's just a very confusing atmosphere when it comes to cannabis and the way people perceive the people who ingest it, market it, promote it. Um, There's a lot of really terrible things that are allowed to be on the internet, but for some reason, they really, really pick on cannabis. Yes, and you can't even post testimonials. That's the thing that really bothers me. It's very strange. And you know, some accounts will get away with murder forever. Yes. And some accounts Literal never murder. I'm sure yeah. someone could actually post a murder on Instagram and still get away It'll with it. It'll take a while, yeah, for it to be taken <laughs> down. Yes. I mean, there's there's plenty of examples of it, you know. There's all kinds of accounts online that are never flagged, never taken down, and yet you have a girl in Missouri taking a rip from her bong and her whole account gets suspended overnight. And it's very confusing. Yes, it's very confusing. And then there's a lot of tension because I've written about it. I've worked, I work in marketing myself. I, it's hard to tell a new company, like, this is how we are going to approach your marketing. Um, yes. Because it's, it's, like you said, constant moving parts. And uh, there's also a lot of strong opinions like, well, there shouldn't be this person, you know, this kind of person smoking online. And then, but I also want to show my flower. Oh, but I also am just a nonprofit. And oh, but why does everybody get to show their parties? And so it's like, there's there's like a lot of whataboutism in just the discussion of the and marketing. And you have all of these very clear plugs online who are selling not just cannabis but all kinds of other very dangerous drugs yeah and i've access to a lot of youth who are not being flagged either and it's it's very strange it's very strange like in some of my accounts at work like i can't i can't say the word cannabis on the page or it'll get flagged and it's for a dispensary like it's very confusing it's very frustrating on a day-to-day basis yeah all of the tags that get shadow banned and 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 flat out banned 
um, on a daily basis that you wouldn't know unless you went through and hand checked each tag. It's almost like these platforms are getting money from people who would <laughs> rather not see legalization happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, before we go, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do um, a little bit more? Like, what can people expect from you? Do you have anything in particular to promote? Do you have any calls to action? Um, well, I have been working on um, a little baby of my own, a little podcast. Um, I did I did have one um, at the beginning of last year that unfortunately dissolved, but I've been working really hard to get this new one off the ground. Um, I've kind of pushed back deadlines a little bit just because I'm really taking my time to make it my baby. But uh, if you guys follow me, uh, you'll be able to get some information on when that'll be coming out and it'll be here pretty soon. But most importantly, um, I'm just, I'm an, I'm, I am an open book. I'm a secretive little cat, but an open book. Um, if you ever have questions about um, creativity and growth in cannabis and how cannabis affects creativity and um, even about trauma, because I have a lot of unfortunate experience and trauma myself. Um, I'm honestly just here to help. I'm happy to be here. That's amazing. And just, I, I don't know if you're, if you um, do, do you do any kind of consulting services? Because I know you offer so much for free on your um, social media, which is amazing. But if someone wanted to hire you to consult like for a photo shoot, is that the same type of thing that you do with the, the growth coach? Yes, um, I do have a program that will be coming out here soon. It's kind of still in its developmental processes, um, but I do uh, do custom quotes for personalized photo shoots um, in people who are local to Arizona, but also just um, consultations for social media, branding, marketing, uh, creativity. If we got an idea for a set, but you don't know how to execute it, um, there'll be a package for that also. Um, so you can uh, stay tuned for that. and It will be coming out here pretty soon. That's amazing. I know. I said you were local and you're in Arizona. <laughs> I'm in Maryland. I don't know why I'm like, I mean, you're right around the corner. I'm down to travel if the conversation uh, entails, but um, local to Arizona for the most part. Um, if you're in the Valley, hit me up. And where can people find you online? You can find me at small town psycho pretty much anywhere um, that's relevant. I guess I have a Twitter. I, I don't know how to work it, but um <laughs> Instagram is my home. Um, and then I'll be dropping a YouTube channel here pretty soon, which will also be under the name Small Town Psycho, just is not quite ready yet. I cannot wait. And I saw your <laughs> short video um, earlier today. Um, what, now I'm blanking on what the, the project was <laughs> called, but I loved it so much. Um, I really can't wait. I think that everything that you put out is beautiful and like I'm just such a fan of yours and I, I know Thank I'm just you. gushing I'm just uncontrollably I'm so excited to be here <laughs> the producer's gonna give me a hard time about this because he says I get <laughs> I'm kidding my producer's my husband so I don't he can say whatever he wants um <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but anyway Taylor I am so happy that you joined us today and please come back anytime I'm really serious about that so uh, Thank you. I, I just really enjoyed talking to you and I enjoy what you put out into the world and you're just a true blessing. Um, so thank you. And if you're listening still, we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at 
Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.